0: Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.
1: Warning, this episode contains foul language,
2: extremely graphic content, and a very loose structure. It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week we sit down with one of our friends and chat about something weird. And this week is certainly no exception. What you are about to hear is not a news broadcast. Do you think I'd be fooling anyone if it was a news podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Join us and see if you can solve a mystery, because today we're going to be talking about unsolved mysteries. We've got strange disappearances, grisly discoveries, and we're still left with a whole lot of questions in the end. And we expect you listeners to write in and tell us what your favorite theories are, or if you have some of your own. My name is Ashley, and this is my beautiful co-host, Lauren. Hey, weirdos. Pretty girl. And today we are joined by one of my absolute best friends all the way from Denver, Colorado, Amy Hanselman. Hi, weirdos. (laughs) Coming from Colorado, Denver, but originally from... Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> I'm from Chicago. Chicago. Favorite
3: city on the planet.
1: Three Illinois I girls here there.
2: today. I know. Oh yeah. Oh love yeah. So mom, um,
1: I ate at the Portillos in Anaheim on Friday. How was that? Nice. It was. I I think I told you I went to In n Out Burger today for the first time ever, oh, and yes. I was like, "It's not Portillos." No. I
2: don't know if I've ever had Portillos. Um, it's good,
1: lie. girl. I mean, we it's drove good stuff. like we were driving by the Portillos therefore we went to it I would probably not be like oh let's I go mean, to you know. Anaheim yeah for like there was one time where I visited and Laura was like do you want to go to the Portillo's it's in Anaheim but if we go there we have to go to Disneyland too and I was like no. No. <laughs> no. no. Then I say no. <laughs> no. That's absolutely okay.
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> We're not going. <laughs> I'd rather never have Portillos again. I say that, but I actually love Disneyland, so it's fine. Like it when it's not, you
3: know, packed to the brim and which you can't move. Which it always now. is. Now that's a whole
2: different conversation. Hi, Amy. Welcome. <laughs> Amy is a like avid listener of our yes, show. Yes.
1: Number one fan. I am, and I do have to. I have to admit that I was. I didn't listen for a long time because I was so scared, and I would. Try yeah listen, you're a little it bit was, of a scaredy pants it was too spooky oh no now i'm a champ and i listen to other true crime podcasts and Ooh. listener ghost stories and i don't even care and i was like listening to something <laughs> and i was listening to all the listener ghost stories and i was like these are not scary at all i am so <laughs> cured and then i listened <laughs> so to your cured. last listener ghost stories and i was like why is this scaring the shit out of me <laughs> it's because of your the scary folio that you do uh and it
2: terrifies me and that is why it is so scary it's scary to edit myself Yeah, like I'm sitting here listen like listening to it. the sound it's effects. I'm like, that's a really scary sound effect. <laughs> I'm
3: really good at this.
1: I'm really
2: good at this. <laughs> it adds
3: so much to it. It. So I can't listen to them alone in the dark. When you add those sound effects, it's team too
0: much.
2: Yeah, I remember because when you first started listening to it, I could tell when you first started listening to it because you were texting me about it all the time, and you'd be like, "I listen to Bermuda Triangle. I listen to Women Who Kill. Blah blah blah," and but. I remember like a new episode would come out and it would be a listener ghost stories. And you're like, damn, I can't listen this week. And I'm like, just go back. It's not that bad. Like try and listen to the listener ghost stories episodes. I bet you can do it. Well, I I finally
1: did. And then I was like, "Ugh, now I have to find a new podcast because I finished listening to every second. Of your podcast. And that's the only reason that I listen to other ones. Because obviously sure. yours is the
2: best. Obviously. You yours should only be
1: devoted to us until the binge is over. I'm only I'm devoted to, to you guys. I just had to listen to some other jack wagons because you guys <laughs> jack you only put out one episode a week. Very you know. true. Sometimes not even. Sometimes not even. Sometimes every other week.
3: Sometimes we need a break, okay? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes we get tired. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> So now you're like Miss Occult, Miss True Crime, you can take on the world. I was like always into that stuff, but uh also
1: like ghosts would have always creeped me out. Like true crime, I'm like, I don't care about murder. Like it doesn't bother me at I'm all. The same. But somebody's like hey, I looked in the corner and there was like a shadow and I'm like, what?
3: (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) No. (laughs) I am the exact same way and I think it's because I've never seen a ghost or I don't think I have. I've had like weird experiences but nowhere near what Ashley or some of our other guests have experienced but it's just so unknown to me that it scares the shit out of me. But then a murderer, I'm like, oh yeah, it's fine.
1: Yeah, even (laughs) though I like, I'm like, I don't believe in ghosts but what if there are ghosts? (laughs) What if
3: they're here? (laughs) What if they are
1: here? I I feel bad for Joe. I'm on Team Joe where he's like I don't ever want to see a spirit and then he starts dating your ass. I know. It's so funny. (laughs) Remember we
2: did that episode and he asked that question. If you're someone who's never experienced this before in your life when you start dating someone who does experience those things am I going to start seeing this everywhere and I literally was like you're not. That's not how it works I don't think. I'm pretty sure you have to kind of be born with the ability to be open to these things Mm -hmm. blah 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 not even a week later I get a text at work and he's like losing his shit because he saw someone walk through the apartment. And <laughs> I was it. like, oh, I was wrong about everything. I'm so sorry. My encouraging response
3: was incorrect.
1: Yes. I mean, but that's that's the only thing that he's experienced, right? And that's the
2: only thing I've ever been wrong about in my life. <laughs> right. You're always <laughs> that's, correct. That's true. But also it
1: could have, <laughs> you know Could have been c- a trick. Could of the been, light
2: yeah also our brains
1: are re- wired in a way to like fuck you up oh yeah yeah. yeah there's like so many things that your brain does that that are to protect you and then like they, not
2: seeing your nose like you can't
1: see your nose because it would drive you insane uh-huh. you go Thank blind God. when you turn your head because if you like when you turn your head you can't see
2: oh I see what because, you're saying oh, yeah. and your
1: brain does that because if you could see it would be like every single like movie that you watch where god what is it cloverfield yeah you want to puke and it, it yeah. would just like your life would be a nightmare and you do it all, all the time. no one would have a job because we'd all just have migraines all the time <laughs> that's
2: so true
1: <laughs> anyway he probably just turned his head really fast and then a ghost tried to kill him
2: that's probably exactly <laughs> that's probably what happens. Exactly um i really like that you said that when you turn your head you go blind and both me and lauren started going like what we start turning our heads, like, "What does what? she
3: mean?" And then we both said, "Oh,
1: uh, I see." Yeah, okay. yeah. You, you don't do like you go literally blind. go blind, no, but, but you like can't focus. You, you can't you, you. I could, mean, you're like... you're blind when it happens. Uh-huh. You, you don't see what's happening, and that it also fucks you up because then when you see something out of the corner of your eye, you're like, "Who was that? What was that? I was
2: blind. <laughs> I don't know." But we talked about that too on the superstition episode, the bloody Sophie episode, because we talk about um, oh, yeah. how bloody your Mary eyes works. can trick you. Yes. Yeah, if it's a dim room and you look at the same thing for too long your brain will literally start to morph that thing Mm -hmm. because it doesn't want you to go insane so thanks brain i know (laughs) thanks a lot brain there's there's so many things that you're like that's cool that it
1: does that but it could not
2: yeah it could just not do that not do this thing yeah for me
1: (laughs) everyone else can have that
2: everyone else can have it creepy ass experience where they see you melting or whatever yeah or like see people behind them Nice. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Keep It Weird. We have white wine. It's delicious. And LaCroix, as per usual. Always. Sponsored by Pomplemousse LaCroix. That's a lie. So we, today, we're talking about unsolved mysteries. And I'm so excited because I've had a handful of these waiting for two years? How long have we been doing this? <laughs> <A year laughs> waiting and a half. in the wings this yes, whole time. I and I'm I'm actually gonna start today with one. This is one that I this episode and next week's episode that we're recording, next week we're doing Urban Legends. I've been doing I've been diving into my hometown a lot recently. I don't know, I just kinda like got a bug up my ass Or a bee in my bonnet, if you want to not be vulgar. (laughs) Um, A bee in my bonnet. (laughs) Uh, About things I didn't know about my hometown. Because I lived there for like 21 years. And I really didn't know much about its history. So I started going into its history. And I started discovering some really dark, grisly shit. So I'm going to talk about one first today. And this actually happened. You've been to my house, Amy. So it's in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Yes. It's not a farm. But mm-hmm. we do have cows in the backyard. <laughs> so so it is a little not a farm. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened 20 miles away from my house. And uh, it's a little crazy to me that it even happened and I don't remember it. And I actually knew about this Jane Doe for quite some time, but never really looked into where it took place. And it's literally one town over. So mm-hmm. terrifying. So in 1993... A woman's severed head was found hanging in the bushes in an Illinois state park. Two little girls aged 10 and 12 were running through Wayne Fitzgerald State Park near Rend Lake when they discovered the head of a woman with shoulder length, reddish brown hair. The police determined she was 30 to 50 years old and that her head didn't show... Extreme stages of decomposition and for sure couldn't have been there for more than two weeks because that was the last time that specific area was populated. There was like a picnic there or something. So okay. it was for sure populated two weeks ago and it wasn't super decomposed. Um, I have to actually pull up a picture of this woman's head real quick. Hold on. Oh, great. I'm very excited to well, see Well, it. it's not her. It's a recreation of her head, but you really That's need to see to understand to understand... The severity of this situation. Some crazy stuff about her discovery. Her body was never found. It was just her head. And the lake and the rest of the park were searched. No trace of her body, clothing, or DNA was found anywhere but the head in the bush. The police theorized that potentially someone threw the head from a moving car. It was not concealed at all. It was just sitting in the bushes as though it was thrown out possibly someone had a dismembered body and they threw all of the pieces into the lake, but the head didn't make it in, but there was no evidence on the head that it had ever been in the lake. So if that was the case and the rest of the body was just tossed in, it would have floated to the surface or came ashore. Cause it wouldn't have been weighted down. Yeah. Um, well, did they drag the lake? They did. They searched the lake. I don't know if they dragged the whole lake, but they dragged that whole area. Like, uh-huh. Cause it's a big Rin lake is a pretty big lake. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm sure there's bodies in there. But, um, <laughs> oh Lord, maybe they there's should just,
1: bodies in every lake. They should just do a yearly dragging.
3: You should really
1: you should like, do that I with every
3: body of water. Bodies. like, that's yes. Where everyone puts the dead bodies. You we know this. I
2: know. I turn into I Seinfeld did. at least one time an episode. He <laughs> <laughs> like, put the body in the leg. Okay. <laughs> so the head as well has never been identified, which is interesting for several reasons. Reasons. For one, the woman suffered from something known as wry neck, which is essentially when the neck is twisted so the top of the head tilts to one side while the chin tilts to the other side. Uh, this condition can be something you're born with or caused by some sort of trauma. In her case, judging by the healed lesion on her skull, the police assume her condition was from. A trauma of some kind. Uh, this can cause debilitating pain and difficulty performing daily tasks. Most people with this condition definitely have trouble living alone. The reason this is pertinent to the story and why it's so strange is because she is so... She is very much so an easy person to identify. Yeah. Even if you don't know her name or know where she lives, she's someone you would easily remember seeing and would be able to tell the police something about her. So this is the recreation of her head.
1: That's... Oh. Yeah, you would probably notice her.
2: That's a face. Isn't that one of the scariest she things you've ever is seen? A, that is,
3: I know, I'm being so she's rude, a, but you would not forget that You face. wouldn't
2: forget that face. Honestly, it's it.
3: the,
1: the tilt and the way that her... Mouth, the is, mouth shape mm-hmm. yeah that's it's it's definitely like I if I saw her in real life I would not be like you're horrible but uh, if you saw this I picture would, I would, on the news
2: right. you would be like I remember that face yes. absolutely yes so that is number one that's the biggest part where no one ever came forward to say they knew this woman and it's like how did, you, how, how did you how did no, no one come one forward know? to say that they knew this woman so not only that, but she had expensive dental work done. She had had all four wisdom teeth removed and even had a triple root canal. This means there are dental records for her somewhere. Yeah, They were never able to um, find anything. the dental records. But if we only knew where to look, because one of the theories the police had was that these people were driving from, like, say, Texas up north, like to Chicago and like through the head out on the way. Right. But then again... I researched it, no body and again, like the body could be well hidden or buried or burned or whatever, but no torso was ever found, no nothing. And this picture was on the news all across the Midwest. Yeah. It wasn't just in Centralia, it's a freaking I think
3: other th- other cities yeah. would have been able to
2: chime in exactly. and be like hey, what year was this? Nineteen ninety three. Okay.
1: Think. So You'd think that if that happened now, they'd have a way to, like, cross-reference dental records across the entire country, which, honestly, if they wanted to, they could probably do it now and see if they got any matches. Probably. I'm sure they're saved. Yeah.
2: This is, like, one of the... The reason that this was so interesting to me is because I've known about this Jane Doe case for years because it's one of, like, the biggest, like, mystery Jane Doe cases in the United States because, like, how could you not recognize this woman? Right. So... Dental records are somewhere, but when her head was found, this is also interesting, her teeth were rotted down to the gums, which means at one point she was very well taken care of, either by herself or her family, and within recent years she had not been taken care of at all. So was her family tired of caring for her and they just didn't anymore? Yeah. Was she kidnapped? You know what I mean? Was she kidnapped and kept held captive for some reason mom? and not taken yeah. care of? Uh, was she dead before she was decapitated? Why throw her head out of the window of a car? Like if it was her family, why would you throw the head out of the Like you would be questioned first. so You would right. just like willy nilly throw the head out of the car. Um, and like I said, maybe she'd been kidnapped years ago by some sick man who wanted like a concubine of some way and locked her away until her teeth rotted out and then disposed of her body. But no matter what, the craziest part of the story is simply that she hasn't been identified by anyone. And even now the way I knew about her was just through Reddit through like biggest unsolved mysteries. Cause I'm on Reddit all the time, biggest unsolved yeah. mysteries threads. And I see her face popped up all the time. So people from all over the world know about this lady. And no one has come forward with any Plus information. no one said a word. Isn't that crazy? What? Maybe she was,
1: like, injured when she was very young. Yeah, and that's like what never, I'm wondering. And then she, like, never left the house except for she was well taken care of. And then some shit went down and kidnapped by a
3: stepfather. Whatever, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. Like, what um, if she had been a shut-in and so no one could claim her? Exactly. exactly. Mm.
1: Because, I mean, if her teeth rotted down... Like, you'd think that if she was able to leave her home... And she was, she looks like an adult. Like, she looks like a full, grown-ass woman. Yeah, they,
2: they theorize that she was 40 to 50. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean,
1: like, a 40 to 50-year-old woman, if she was out and about, like, she would be able to be like, I'm gonna go to, to the, the dentist. dentist. But we also don't know... If
2: she was held captive. Well, or if she had some
1: sort of... I mean, especially if she had a brain injury or a neck injury, mm-hmm. she could have maybe not... um had her full capacities. So yeah, maybe she yeah. just didn't know that she could call 911 or scream right. or whatever. And then she was held captive.
2: It's
3: crazy. It's nuts. I want to know who she is. I know. I so badly want to know No,
2: She seems like a Gina. Maybe she's a Gina. She could be a Gina. Anyone who has any information on missing Gina's in the United States of America in the early 90s. Please call, call us. 618. Just kidding. Don't. <laughs> I do that all the time. Don't do it. Sweet Lord, that's weird. Remember, we should mention this on this episode, this unsolved mystery that happened to me uh, a couple weeks ago. So I get a book in the mail, right? Oh, yeah. And it's from a Michael Johnston. Johnston mm-hmm. or Johnson? Johnston? Johnston, Johnston. Yeah. And the book is by an author I don't know. And the inscription, it's signed by the author. And it says, Ashley... Be careful what scary stories you tell at night or something like that. It's like written in red. And I was like, what the fuck? And I knew it but It said Michael Johnston, New York City. It was sent from New York City. So obviously I'm like, okay, well, it's a listener of the show. Yeah. How did he get my address? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? I was (laughs) freaking out. Freaking out. It's fucking Mike Johnston. I've never called him Michael once in my entire life. One, two. I thought he still lived in L.A. So it did not click with me at all. It's our he's been on the show.
3: Yeah, (laughs) he was a guest. He was on the hometown Michigan. He's
2: been in my house. He was on the hometown Michigan Haunts episode. It did not click with me. And I was literally eventually I messaged him on Instagram. I was like, did you send me a book and he was like yeah did you get it it's my <laughs> friend and I was like oh thank god oh my god That's hilarious about spent all of like this five what, hours like losing my mind it could have been
3: easily address. solved if I was a good friend and wanted to warn Ashley that the book was coming because I knew about it all along and Mike did say he wanted it to be a surprise like that he was sending the book because at first he tried not to even tell me he was just like what is your address what's Ashley's address I was like, what? Are you sending us a bomb? Like, asking him all these questions. So he finally says that I'm sending you a book, but don't tell Ashley. I think it'll be a fun surprise. But I could have have at least been like, expect a package in the mail. It might be from New York. That's all I'm saying. Like, I could have have found a way around it. But instead, instead, you thought a murderer sent you
1: a book. It's
2: okay. It was an exciting five hours.
3: Well, I mean, did you? If you,
1: Lauren, Mm -hmm. I pointed at you, which listeners cannot hear me point, correct. If you knew that she that Ashley over here on my <laughs> other side
3: was freaking out
1: and didn't tell her No,
3: I didn't know she was freaking out. Yeah,
1: see then you're fine. You're in she the was clear. freaking out then,
3: silently. Then
1: you were just like, "Oh, Ashley is is getting a lovely surprise" as opposed to "I'm going to make Ashley <laughs> Spend thousands of dollars on a security system <laughs> and, get, and make Joe quit his job so he can be her bodyguard.
3: <laughs> That's very true. If I had known you were having a panic attack, but you were just suffering in silence. I had no idea this yeah, was I going did.
2: on. I didn't until, tell you till afterwards. Yeah. You're like, also, by the way, I
3: got Mike's book. Ashley's
1: address is 10. 10.
2: 8. eight. No. <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> i like to give so away close. all my private information Everybody.
1: some some you su- pretty soon you're gonna have to get a p.o box pretty soon but you should get it on the other side of the city yeah so that people don't or know that you Mars. live in north hollywood yeah <laughs> get it, in another get it state in, get it in michigan yeah.
2: michigan and then i'll have then, some like old man check it and send me my stuff i don't
1: trust that old guy i don't even know who he is. you can't die. trust to probably anybody. some white guy and you know how i feel oh, about yeah. white men i no, don't I won't like choose them. a white man Never, yeah, they can't be trusted.
2: Never, never. <laughs> they're the worst.
1: <laughs> Except for all, all other men are also
2: the worst. Yeah, <laughs> okay, maybe I won't choose a man.
1: Yeah, choose a <laughs> cat. A cat? Only maybe be a cat. Cats are worse than men. Do you, you dick. like their? They love they've, dick. You know? They've, they've real got. They've really got that. What is it? Big dick energy. Big dick <laughs> energy. Got that, that big dick cats energy. Cats do have
2: big dick energy for, for sure. <laughs> For sure. So anyways, that story was what made me want to do an Unsolved Mysteries episode. So we've got some uh, crazy ones today. And Lauren's going to start us off with um, one. Okay, so here's the thing. (laughs) She wanted to do this story, and I was like, everyone knows that story, right? And then she was like, I don't know. I feel like maybe we just know the story because we're fucking weird. Yeah. So, we, like, did a survey. Like, I asked you about it. She asked, I was like, 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 five I of told her, her, her I go text friends, to and Amy. was, like, never heard about it. And I was like, all right, we're just weird. It's yeah. fine. Yeah.
3: I wanted her to especially ask you since you were coming on, and I didn't want you both to have heard of it. And then I took a poll of about six people, and two of them had heard of it, but both said, I haven't looked into the story in a really long time. I would like to hear more. And everyone else was like, Who? what so i was like i think we're safe so i have been so excited to do this mystery it's so weird i'm going to pronounce all the things wrong because it's a russian story but it's called the diet love pass mystery could be diet love pass i'm not positive so this is america no one knows diet Diet love diet love Love pass mystery here we go famke
2: jansen this is (laughs)
3: You're the worst. Okay. So back in 1959, a group of 10 hikers was making their way on an expedition through the northern Ural Mountains in Russia. They were led by Igor Dietlov, who the mountain pass is named after today. Um, and it was a group of mostly students from the Ural Polytechnic Institute just a few hundred miles away. They were all experienced hikers. Knew all the ins and outs. They knew the weather was going to be terrible. They were prepared for it all. That was, they wanted to do this trip. They knew what they were in for. So the original plan was for all 10 of these hikers to go up. mountain but one of their team members did have to stay behind unfortunately due to falling ill his name was Yuri Yudin saying his name because he will come up later Yuri Yudin stayed behind in the last little village before you get up to like the freaking middle of nowhere on this mountain where there's just nothing so he stayed behind unfortunately unfortunate at the time only to discover lucky freaking him that he didn't go up this mountain so the rest of the nine hikers Made their dangerous trek in negative 30 degree weather.
2: Okay.
3: Up this mountain called Kolat Siakul. No, that's not correct, but
2: I said it that way. <laughs> no, that's not right. Like,
3: we know any better.
2: I yeah.
1: like, know. Sammy Jansen.
3: Yeah, nobody who's listening knows, so don't no. worry about it. So, this Kolat Siakul mountain, <laughs> which the indigenous. <laughs> It sounds, sounds like, like I'm saying "cycle" with a sh- like a heavy, heavy Chicago just, accent. Just like cycle.
2: You know, cycle,
1: That is Not how we sound. I know. I'm offended. That is
2: not so. how we I sound. I said an extreme. You know what? Chicago
1: accent. you guys, because you guys in your weird fucking your thin ass pizza in yeah. your in your and you oh I only put ketchup on my hot dog. We put a goddamn salad on top of it. I if, do love Chicago are, hot dogs. You guys do are, are right. the Dumbos who just you put ketchup on your hot dogs like a couple of communists. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of communists,
3: you are saying Diet Love Pass? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I'm not going to say that name again, but <laughs> the indigenous, Man- the Mansi people are the native people to this area. And in Mansi language, the name of this mountain translates to dead mountain. Great. So cool, 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 cool. Sounds safe. So the hikers were originally heading for a different mountain about seven miles away from Dead Mountain called Gora or Toten, which is translated more or less to don't go there in Mansi. Oh, I'm not even well, kidding, or do not pass or do not enter. It's kind of loosely translated to those.
1: Do you think that the people who were on this little trip knew that the indigenous people were like, this is like shit we don't fuck with?
3: I think so, and I think they just thought I'm up for this challenge. Let's fucking. I don't do it. know. Ugh. It's
2: like the lost. It's like Jurassic Park: The Lost World, where mm-hmm. the islands were called the Seven Deaths, yep. something morte. You know what you're getting it's into. Not C-A-T. what? Which one yep. is Lost World? Is That's that- the second one with Vince Vaughn and oh yeah i didn't Julianne see that Moore, i don't really. know why I, it's so great i don't know
1: why i asked you, you haven't which seen one
2: any jurassic park besides i the saw original. the first one and the yeah. first
1: one's so good oh the original's
2: amazing and then yeah. the second best one is the lost world because yeah. it's still stevie spielberg right. and it's also still like not cgi it's still like Moore practical and effects in it. julian is in it vince vaughn's
1: in it Vince Vaughn's really hit or miss. You can totally go wrong with Vince Vaughn. Oh, you absolutely can. You can can totally go wrong with Vince Vaughn is a poem that I'm working on,
3: actually. (laughs) It's beautiful.
2: It's so beautiful. No, but Vince was
3: great in Lost (laughs) World. Vince
2: was great in Lost World because he, it was like swingers Vince Vaughn, not like wedding crashers Vince Vaughn. Not
1: like chubby, snarky. Snarky,
2: yeah. He plays like a photographer or something. Mm -hmm. I think he's a photographer. I think so. That's- it also has Pete Postlewaite, and who's that? Pete Postlewaite. He's the guy that plays the um the priest in Romeo plus Juliet.
3: You'd recognize him if you. Oh saw. yeah, you the totally bald guy. Him. I
2: do yes, like him. Yeah, that yes, character yes, yes.
3: actor.
1: Who every time he's in mm-hmm. something, I'm like, I like that guy. He's I like in him. In everything he plays like he's the seen. bad
2: guy in The Lost World. Dun, and do you want to watch The Lost World tonight?
1: No. Yeah, she does. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <no>, thank you. <laughs> I would rather watch Blade 3, which I've still never seen. I've never seen Blade Trinity. Ashley and I watched the first two Blades in college, and I was Uh like, we should watch the third one. And she went, no. She did that
3: to me, too. She showed me the first, (laughs) a couple years back, she showed me the first two, and I was like, this is great. How does it end? And she was like, nope. And we just never watched the third it one. It
2: sounds like I'm a guy who just like serial dates women you and you really... guys are my exes yeah. who have like found out this thing about right. me. Like she also said that to me once. She <laughs> also called me the honey bear. Th- <laughs> he,
1: she also used to draw me and she told me that I had the prettiest eyelashes <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Did she draw you because she, she did? You know what? I have you. my eyelashes.
3: You have drawn me. That's true. And I've drawn Lauren, you and it wasn't I mean, good. No,
1: I'm not mad at Lauren. Actually. Yeah, point Who
3: the anger I'm at, at right the right now. person.
2: Okay. I am so sorry. We're Dialogue going off pass. the rails. Okay. So <laughs> Diet Law Pass is basically Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Go yeah, on. <laughs>
3: so the Mansi people are giving these hikers a warning with these mountain names, but they trek on anyway. Cool. It's really great. So they set out on this journey on January 27th, and then on the night of February 2nd, 1959, they set up camp on the eastern side of Shmishma that we're going to call Death Dead Mountain now, (laughs) because once we found out that nickname, the other one went out the window. So they were, so they're still seven miles from their goal, the other mountain, but they're on Dead Mountain. They were worried about weather and thought it best to stop for the night. And the reason that we know all of these details of their travel plans, we're not just assuming anything, is because there was a daily log kept, a little diary, a journal by a couple of members of the group that was later found. So we know kind of their day to day and what was going on. And also four different cameras were recovered that all had film on them and pictures of them. What year was this again? On the trip, 1959. Thank you. So that's how we know the details, just to kind of side that. So they decide to start stop for the night. Set up their campsite. The pictures that have been recovered for the night show the hikers seem to be very happy leading up to this point. They're all smiling, giggling in their pictures, having a good time. The journal says how well everybody got along. There wasn't a lot of competition between anyone on the trip. It was mostly boys. There were two girls on the trip. No one was, like, hooking up. Everyone was just... They were fun. all in it together. Oh, yeah. People were totally They probably up. were I'm, up, I'm sorry. But... If I was
1: on that trip, I'd be like, I'd, I'd be you getting You got to keep warm somehow,
3: you know?
2: Mm hmm. Be like, this could be my last day. These right. are, and these, those are really strong
1: odds. It doesn't matter. True. Like, sh- what is it called? Sea goggles? S- oh, Okay, so when you are what? in the military, like if you're in the navy, they call it sea goggles where any girl that you see is super hot because you've been on a ship. It's oh, like beer and goggles. Yeah, yeah exactly. Go- I got you, and, I got you. and there's like nine women on the ship. And then even the ugliest, most disgusting woman, they're like, all just yeah. like, "Yeah, let me get it. <laughs> let me get it with that toothless
2: girl." Yeah, and, and then you get on land anything. and you're like what was I thinking? You're like, Oh shit! Yeah. I want to get myself into
1: on. and they, and people who live by the sea are just better looking than people in landlocked that areas. Is very true. They get to be tan and they work out on the beach and they Tansy. do yoga and they take lots of selfies. <laughs> you're so right. I know. Why Especially you're so
2: right about beach towns. Especially in <laughs>
1: 1959, so many selfies. Yeah, every selfie. Yeah. Every, Absolutely, everybody was taking them. Everyone. Anyway,
2: um. Having a good time. Yes, they were having a good time.
3: Then on this fateful night, February 2nd, sometime between setting up the tent and then getting ready to prepare for dinner, these hikers experienced something terrible. And they all very sadly passed away on this night. Every single one. Besides the fact that they all froze to death and suffered severe hypothermia, to this day, their deaths are mysterious. The circumstances surrounding the evening are even more mysterious. And we're about to dive in. (laughs) So after the hikers did not return or send a promised telegram at the end of January, investigators were sent up shortly after the second to look for them. They were baffled by the scene they discovered It made no sense at all. The tent had been ripped open from the inside, torn apart from someone who was on the inside, not an outside force. And clearly the hikers had escaped in a big hurry. All of their gear was left behind. Most of their clothing was left behind. Their boots, their skis, their sleeping bag. Everything was left behind as if it was like the end of the world and they just had to get out. So they find about eight or nine tracks of footprints, which would make sense. Is it? It's there were eight there were nine of them on this trip. They think that it was just the eight or nine. So no outside person was with them. No animal footprints were there. It's just their eight or nine footprints. Some were barefoot, some were in <sighs> socks, and some no. with only one shoe on and one shoe off. So oh,
1: it was God. like
3: They They had to get out. They didn't even have time to get their shoes. It is just just like the lost world. Negative (laughs) thirty. Negative thirty. So you know you are running from something if you're in your. Yeah, because you
2: would you would have frostbite in minutes. Yeah. You lose no your time foot. at all. Exactly. exactly. So, Jesus.
3: yeah, these footprints that they find of just the crew, they're either barefoot with socks or some of them only had one shoe on, one shoe off. So clearly these people were getting out in a hurry. They didn't even have time to open their tent properly. Yeah, it was don't have time open. For a zipper. Right. Just ripped to shreds. So, they made it about a mile away from the campsite to a very dense forest, and this is where the first two bodies were discovered. It was two men in nothing but their underwear lying dead near the remains of a fire. Next, there were two bodies found in between the forest and the campsite showing that two of the hikers actually tried to make it back from the forest to the campsite is what they assumed by the way the bodies were positioned and the way the tracks had gone. They went to the forest with the other members of the team, but then tried to get back. So maybe they realized with whatever was happening, it was somehow safe to go back to the site. And they died halfway there in the snow. Nothing super crazy about the bodies other than, again, that they clearly froze to death. Didn't last very long at all. Let's see. They died of hypothermia, barely clothed. The autopsies of these four bodies did not conclude there was any foul play. Simply hypothermia. Then two months later, after this investigation has been going on, the four other bodies are finally found. Pretty close, actually, to where the first two were discovered, but just a little deeper in a ravine and buried under more snow these bodies appeared to have suffered being crushed or experiencing large amounts of pressure to the body. From the outside, the bodies didn't look crazy messed up. There were no, like, not a ton of scars or, like, they had been hacked or ripped right. to shreds. Um, but their internal injuries showed that there had been some sort of brutal force that crushed their bones. Some of them even looked like they had been hit by a car, like they'd been in a horrible car accident, just judging by their internal injuries. And it was an avalanche. Well, that is one of the theories, but it really seems unlikely because their tent was still found and the bodies weren't very deeply buried. Only the ones at this ravine were a little bit buried. But the other bodies were sitting on top of of snow and the footprints were still there. Oh, that's true. I know. So that's why it's crazy. The really crazy thing about these people who were found in the ravine was there were small traces of radiation found on the clothing on these bodies, a very small trace, not on the bodies themselves, but on the clothing. And some of the clothing on these four bodies was taken from the two men found in their underwear by the tree as if they realized their friend hikers were dead. And they're like, let's at least take their clothes so we can try to survive. So they took the extra layers and these clothes had radiation on them. Why? I have no idea.
2: Because aliens, obviously.
3: Because aliens. There was one really messed up person. It was one of the females. Um, her bones were very crushed as well, and a piece of her skull was missing um, when what? they were looking at the tissue on the inside. But externally, she was the only one that exhibited something wrong with her on the outside. Her tongue was ripped out of her mouth, and she had damage to her eyeballs. No! As if someone tried to take them out too. Oh! People have tried to explain this away as an animal t- took her tongue after she died, but the investigators felt this just wasn't right, and it seemed as if this had happened prior to the freezing, just judging by her injuries. So no one is for sure on that, but she had her
2: freaking tongue ripped out. That's all. This is some Blair Witch shit right I'm here. You. Holy crap! I'm telling you. Quick,
1: quick query. Yeah. I are there polar
2: are,
3: polar bears
1: are there polar bears I don't believe so okay not this high so up. it's not oh yeah I forget that it's so in they the they like mountains. hang around it's
3: glaciers not, and
1: they do it has been well I don't know they drink
3: coca-cola and they float yeah, on glaciers
1: I, I don't reg- you know I regret I, I do feel like there are polar bears in northern Russia yeah but I don't know. I don't where think this they'd be place. up that
3: high. Yeah, I mean, they would not be maybe up there. could high. be. I don't know. I forgot we
1: were in the mountains. We're up in some Ashley, crazy ass it, mountains.
3: All this out. I will. Hey, no one's
1: going hey, to of there. There's obviously no this. polar bears over there because <laughs> <laughs> this is way too elevated and polar bears it's aren't going to be there. They're, they're on glaciers. too high for those bears. Ashley thought
2: that. Ashley, what a terrible theory. Okay. All right, this dude, isn't fun anymore. Dude, I was having fun. <laughs> I quit.
1: I, this actually, I quit the anymore. show. <laughs> I quit the show. We're
3: done here. So this went on for a couple months only because they didn't find those other bodies until two months later. But once everybody was discovered and went through the autopsy, the results of the investigation actually very quickly became classified. They wrapped it up, said, we're closing all this information to the public. Our conclusion that we're giving out to you is, and I quote, it was a compelling force of nature that the hikers could not overcome. That was the official statement they gave the public just to shut everyone up to give them something and then they classified every piece of evidence
2: that they found. What the fuck? It's the thing so is, vague. Is, is like if this had taken place over uh, say a week or a month's time. Yeah. That would make more sense because these people you know when you're when you're in seclusion for long enough especially in like an extreme environment mm-hmm. you you can start to hallucinate you can start to have like group hallucinations sure. you can start to turn on each other if you're hungry or if you're you know you get too cold or you get too high up but the fact that this was like In the evening, they had dinner and had a good time and, like, left notes in their journal and took pictures. And by Mm -hmm. the next day, all of this had taken place, essentially. They're all scattered around. They're all dead. They had to get out of their
3: tent quickly. Like, how? What? How did that happen so fast? So
1: I know that, like,
3: when you get hypothermia... Sometimes you take off your clothing. Yes. And that is a theory that investigators have pointed out of like, it's not that weird they were in their underwear because right. they could have been. It's called paradoxical undressing when you your body starts to tell you that you're hot, even though you are freezing cold and about to die. So those men could have taken their clothes off and then maybe that's when... The other hikers were like, "Well, shit, ex- we'll take these clothes." Yeah, but
2: how, how experienced were these hikers? Very experienced. I mean, they had be been on trips. That they before. would know about yes. and might be able to. Because, like me, I don't know shit about shit. So, if no, I'm on a mountain either. and I f- and I'm freezing and I feel really hot, I would take off my clothes. But I feel like an experienced hiker, you would. I guess your brain, you would would make, be no matter I think, your what. brain this is, is one like of those turning things- into mush. Yeah, it's yeah, like
1: if you know how to swim. If you were drowning, you're like, oh, if I was drowning, I would not try and fight anybody That's who true. saved me. But the thing is, yes, you would. It's human yeah. nature. You it's cannot help it. It's what you would do. That's true. You would even drown me, even though you love me.
2: Oh. <laughs> it's horrible. I wouldn't want to, but I'd have to. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have
1: to. I'd
2: have to. You I'd have to kill you. You couldn't stand up. <laughs> it was a six foot deep pool. <laughs> I'm only five, six. So we're left. with <laughs> all I'm only 5'6". What do you want from that me? In.
3: What do you want? <laughs> so we're left with that in 1959, totally classified information. However, 30 years later, in the early 90s, the files of this investigation were finally declassified and opened up to the public. You can even find them online and read through. But there still is not enough there to explain the happenings, even with the evidence we're given. And... There are pages missing from the results that are online, which, again, people try to have an explanation for everything. They say, you know, these files were put away for decades. Things got lost in the shuffle. It happens all the time. Pages go missing and they're just unaccounted for. What can you do? Yes, I would accept that if the situation wasn't so fucking weird and you hadn't classified it so quickly and out of the blue and given us this strangely vague answer. So... That is why it strikes up with me. It brings a little bit of a red flag when they say, Oh, but there were some pages missing. So No big deal. Part that's missing, or else they decide just not to put in the evidence. There's no complete analysis of the internal organs. They talk about the bones being crushed, but we have no idea what happened to their internal organs. Or if they
2: were even there. Yeah.
3: Were their organs gone? Were did they experience radiation? You know, I just like I have so many questions about what was going inside. Besides the fact that their bones were crushed, which is bonkers, but there could be so much more to this story. So you can read the files online, but it still makes people go into a tailspin with theories and conspiracies. And you could just go on and on because it really just brings up more questions than answers. So... I just wanted to talk about some of the popular theories that are going around with this. The most popular that people go for, and these are people with no imagination (laughs) that don't want to go towards the paranormal (laughs) in any way, that say it was probably a natural cause like a wild animal attack or an avalanche. But there were no tracks of anyone but the hikers in the snow. Mm -hmm. So unless there was some sort of hovering wolf creature, I don't know what animal could have attacked them. Why didn't we see footprints? And the avalanche kind of has the same Again, explanation. Yeah. Why did we see footprints? Why weren't their bodies completely Why buried under snow? Tent? Why was the tent there? Yeah. Also, also, who gets... were still there. Who gets a nude for an avalanche? <laughs> who is nude? That's the other thing. If they also, were suspecting... Also, you can't an, outrun an avalanche. You can't. And if they were suspecting an avalanche was coming, like, I think they still... If they had heard some rumbling, I just feel like they still would have grabbed some things, right? I don't know that you would have sprinted. Maybe you would. I have no idea. I don't
1: know. I mean, I'm not obviously a trained hiker, but I feel like if I just heard rumblings, I you can't outrun an avalanche. Yeah, There's really nothing you, you do. can do, but I would still run even though I would know sure. that there was nothing I ag- could. It, it's one of the, it's like how Ashley's gonna drown me. Uh-huh. It's true. It's just you human don't know in what nature. the buyer you know to it's do. it's gonna
2: happen, but you're not gonna <laughs> not swim nothing. with me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know it's so hot here. So hot right so hot. I also have to swim like with you. if the
2: penguins from Happy Feet can't outrun an avalanche, like oh, no one can. And use. their penguins only swim in ice and they know how to
3: handle that. And they know how to
2: surf. They
3: could have surfed down the avalanche. Have you seen the documentary Happy Feet?
2: I'm That's, actually getting yeah, too confused. Yeah, you're
3: thinking of March of the Penguins. <laughs> no, you? I'm thinking of no. no,
2: Happy New no,
1: like the cartoon. Yes, it's a documentary. It's a documentary yes. about singing penguins. I correct. mean, with the basin. Right. Uh, Wait, is that the... Damn it, Lauren.
3: I know, I'm sorry. I thought... <laughs> I would have gone with the joke if I hadn't thought she was thinking of March of the Penguins with Morgan Freeman narrating. And no,
1: In your defense, after I said that, I was like, oh, shit, there's there is also a,
3: penguin a real documentary. penguin documentary. <laughs> I was trying to like hurry up and apologize for Ashley, but you guys were all on the same page except well, for Well,
2: I also got confused because there's uh, Happy Feet and there's Surf's Up. And Surf's oh, yeah, Up those has actual surfing penguins. penguins. And Happy Feet has a scene where they kind of surf down an avalanche. Right.
3: Okay, well. So <laughs> I don't know if that helps Penguin, with this, this actually helps my theories for this Good. episode. Have, have fun editing this Disaster. podcast <laughs> I actually think you should leave every I'm garbage not don't
1: editing. Said edit. It it at all. Yeah, don't take anything I'm gonna out. It's sneeze amazing. Right into this mic and you will leave it in.
3: You leave
2: it in. <laughs> you leave it in. God damn it. God damn it. <sighs> so,
3: animal attack seems to be out. Avalanche seems to be out because nothing was more buried. And then another popular theory going along the lines of attack is Aliens. maybe an outside human. Oh. We
2: will- okay, I'm so Ashley. sorry. I am we- so God sorry things to get it. to.
3: We're on the boring theories first, remember. Okay. Okay, sure, sure, she
2: specifically
1: sure.
3: said that. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> we already decided we were soul sisters. we coming soul sisters. Out now. Okay, so then the other theory was maybe it was an outside human attack from the Mansi people who we I, mentioned yeah, before. Yeah, I thought that too. But again, no extra footprints and most of the bodies found did not experience an outside physical struggle before they froze to death. Even the bodies that were found closer to the campsite didn't have those internal crushing bone injuries. They just straight up Died because they were frozen yeah. So it was only the people that made it to the ravine And so, even the people
2: that made it to the ravine They had like internal bone crushing injuries And they had like no external yeah, scratches They cuts. looked
3: fine besides tongue out McGee but
2: well, otherwise
1: Also if I were indigenous And I was like oh chill uh, It's 1959 and I found A sleeping bag I'm right. gonna fucking Take that sleeping bag <laughs> yes. I'm gonna take that Tent I'm gonna take them socks Right. They didn't steal or rummage through anything Oh that's yeah. true
3: Yeah that's a great that's another great explanation. So no one was slashed or scratched or seemed to be attacked. So that kind of puts out the Mansi people. So then the more interesting theories come into play that could quite possibly be about aliens. Finally, uh, aliens. I wanted to say it. <laughs> well, I want to say <laughs> it. <aliens. laughs> <laughs> so a man named Lev Ivanov, a former pubu- public prosecutor, took a great interest in this case. We love you, Lev. He released an article in 1990, right around the time when more files were getting released and it kind of reopened everyone talking about this. Yeah. And he stated that there was a strange energetic force at play in the Ural Mountains in 1959. Ooh. There had been sightings by other hikers on other areas that could see up into the area that that is now the day at Pass, there had been sightings of strange lit-up orbs fl- flying across the sky just a few days before February 2nd. Some say this could have been Soviet Soviet rocket or missile testing going on, while others believe it looked like something paranormal or, or some sort of natural. ship that could have been carrying friends from across <laughs> the universe. That's what I call them. Not friends. Probably they were
2: friends. enemies. Bone crushers. <laughs> they, yeah. they were bone they crushers. They were bone crushing, tongue stealing bastards. Yeah, with friends tongue like stealers. these.
1: She <laughs> is friends?
3: Those questions rise up. Were there alien visitors flying across the sky watching these hikers? Did they leave some sort of radiating crazy force behind? Or was it them themselves that came and attacked and ripped out tongues? Or was it indeed Russian missile testing or any kind of... Russian experimenting and testing, and they left something behind that wasn't supposed to be touched or tampered with. You mean like clothing? Because it was only their clothing. It wasn't their skin or their bodies. I know. But (laughs) could they have left (laughs) something behind that the hikers then like touched and then got radiation or it's something that made them freak the fuck out because the Russians were like, oh, we have have a secret lab up in the mountains and And it made them kill
1: each other. And then they left a radioactive sweater. Yes, and yes. then somebody put on it, put somebody it on, put it they on put it on, and, it on, and, and then ripped they ripped the were tent like,
3: open and wanted to murder. Oh my god!
1: Wait, is one of the possibilities that somebody became the Hulk?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it is now. You just oh. added that.
1: Theory oh, to you minute.
2: guys! I bet that it yeah. Is somebody you just put all of the yeah, ingredients but it's together. Like the
1: Ed no, I mean version. It's, it's so Ugh. valid.
2: Yeah, because if it was Mark Ruffalo, we'd be able to. Talk some sense into him. We could really yeah. calm him down, you know. Yeah. Edward norton's he is. The sun is setting. Yeah. <laughs> the
3: sun is setting. <laughs> the on sun Edward is going Norton. down. <laughs> Poor guy. Remember um, when he was talented? Oh,
2: we miss it. We miss it so much. We miss it. Primal fear. <gasps> oh my god! I never saw that. It's great. What? It's so good. <laughs>
3: And I know it's the one everyone says, but Fight Club. He was so phenomenal.
2: He was great he in was Fight, Club. Fight Club. He was
1: great in um oh that movie where he was a Nazi.
3: Oh my God!
1: Oh American, what is that called? American History Ed, X. History X. You're right. So good that with him movie, so and wonderful. then Crazy. And
2: Ed Furlong. Oh my gosh. That movie's so great. So the, the greatest actor of our generation.
1: Worst.
3: The
2: Greatest.
1: John Connor. G- of yeah, all time. He was not a including good John Christian Bale,
0: who oh was terrible, terrible as but John who Connor. Who was the
2: best John I'm, Connor.
1: I'm John Connor. I'm I'm a really good Batman. I mean I'm John Connor.
0: That's
2: my Yeah, <gasps> but here's the thing if we didn't have Christian Bale John Connor, we wouldn't have Christian Bale's freak out uh, audio Ooh, which, which is, is not best. worth it. Uh, not totally it. worth um, it. it. It's so worth it. I didn't so need it.
1: that Video or audio clip to you know kidding? that he's an asshole. Were you like? I you like,
2: hope it was worth it because it's uh, fucking oh, useless now. Good for you. Good, oh, for you. <laughs> good for you. You guys really remember
3: it. I do not. I remember listened to it so many times, and I still don't really think he's an asshole.
2: I'm kind of like, I get it. That lighting guy messed up his life. Well. But he is also an asshole because I think he, yeah, he probably punched his dick. mom in the face <gasps> or something. <gasps> also, it was like a whole thing. Also, Welsh people—they're just like a whole other level. They are an entirely—they're like level. new species. They're like
1: all the craziness of British people, where everything is like, "Oh, let me keep it all inside." But then also Irish people, where they're like, "Let me just fight." Everybody, mm. and then they mix it together, and you can't understand anything that they say. <laughs> and I think that that really like creates makes them monster. angry because they're, they're just like, "I, I can't get And then you're like, "I what? I don't know what I you just know. said. Were you speaking Welsh?" And like, "No, it's English." And I'm just name <laughs> <laughs> and, <then, laughs> and and. And then <laughs> that impression you, is cool. you finally figure out that what they wanted is a pack of cigarettes. Bad is this combo. Racist? Can you be racist against white people? I'll cut it out.
3: Okay, no, you good. can't. There's no also, you cannot reversed. be against racist against white people. There's no thing is reverse racism. Okay, so Russian government theories, alien theories, anything mm-hmm. that could have brought along some crazy energy or some radiation. However, even though these theories are a little more fun and we like to think what if this crazy thing happened there still is such a lack of evidence that anything was dropped in this area that any kind of experiment was going on no one is exactly sure of the dates these orbs went overhead there are a couple reports from hikers but it could have been a couple weeks before it could have been a couple right. of days before there's just nothing really concrete or solid about any of that but it's really weird Then there is this theory called the infrasound theory. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty crazy town, USA. Oh, I don't know it. I can't wait to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's weird. Author Donnie Eicher proposed in his 2013 book, Dead Mountain, The Untold True Story, says that the skiers may have been driven to hysteria by infrasound waves caused by a weather phren- phenomenon I cannot speak phenomenon phenomenon known as Carman vortex street in simplest forms wow. <laughs> in simplest
2: terms get it together
3: I'm drunk a Carmen vortex street <laughs> is an oscillating pattern that emerges when a fluid or gas in this instant instance, it was wind, flows around a suitably shaped object, which could have been the mountain. When they occur on such a large scale, these wind patterns can generate very low frequency sound waves when hitting the right object. Right. So this phenomenon has been blamed for harmful physiological and psychological symptoms in human beings. According to a 2001 review... Of medical literature by the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences. These symptoms can range from annoyance and frustration to fatigue and nausea. So Eicher wrote this book arguing that this phenomenon may have occurred under extremely high wind conditions Mm -hmm. around Dead Mountain the night of the incident. And the resulting bombardment of the skiers by these infrasound waves induced the panic And the having to escape and the leaving without anything to flee to safety and get away from these sound waves. But there are a ton of what ifs in this. I mean, everything would have to be perfect with the wind and the mountain for this to happen. It's definitely possible to produce these sound effects. However, acoustic scientists are far from being positive that the effects of infrasound exposure can be as bad As they're saying, the symptoms are probably mild at best and they have no idea if extreme panic could ever come out of it. Well, you
2: know that uh, in like modern day horror movies, they insert infrasound into the soundtracks and it actually does have an effect on people. It makes, it's that low like, boom. it's that low like weird And it's what makes you stressed. And it's what makes you like, without you even knowing it's happening, it makes your heart beat go faster. Right. So maybe the wind if it, if that was, you know, too out there that like the conditions could be absolutely perfect. There was also radiation found on their clothes. Right. So what if it was like a top secret russian experiment with infrasound totally to make these people to see what happened the yeah to see what happened to these people if they blasted them with infrasound and they watched them tear each other apart
3: rip each other to
1: shreds is this the same thing
2: as the tesla oscillating poop
1: Platform? Unfortunately, it's not. It's Did not. any of them
3: poop themselves? I don't I mean, mean any
1: of I, them shoot themselves. I didn't but... mean like were they pooping. I'm more meant. Is it the same? It definitely could be, or at least very similar. Because if Tesla was able to make Mark Twain want to poop, you would think, and that was, you know, this was what 30 40 years later. Uh huh. Maybe somebody. Was had the same technology and they were like, I don't need people to poop their pants. I need people to Freak the rip their, out. their tongue. No, out. maybe they were like, I I am assuming that they were not trying to uh make people go insane because it's like, what's the good in that? But maybe mind control. Sure. And then it went terribly wrong. And then they were like, Oh, we crushed this guy's bones. Bummer. We better get out of here. We better drop them off of our. Platform
3: because that's (laughs) the only way they could
1: do it. They have to, no, they have to be on a platform because there's no footprints. Oh, Oh, My theory doesn't work because it involves humans. (laughs) I was going to say if if it was the same
2: technology, but like Tesla's technology made you feel good remember, and made you poop, but, like, right. made but you, it feel you feel Pooping good. Pooping feels good. Pooping does feel good. It, like, cleanses nice you. Yeah. So this is literally just the inverse of that, where it makes you feel everything bad. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's that totally there could possible. be, you know, you could, you could definitely, there have been, I mean, I don't know if, there, there, there have been, no, there has been instances where <laughs> people have used drugs on people for, to see how they are affected to see what they do and the the end result they do think it's going to make them crazy they do think it's going to make them fight each other and the end result is thinking like how can we infect an entire army with this we don't even yeah. have to shoot any bullets all we have to do is make them kill each other
1: right yeah they've like definitely done that yeah. in warfare yeah, they have. it's like now it's against the Geneva convention but they totally have to
2: god what did they
1: I don't remember. There was some people that they made some army all kill each other.
2: Uh-huh. Well, they did it. Um, That was one of the projects in when, this, when the NSA or the CIA, when they gave them acid. Oh, right. Yeah. That That's was to get true. them to kill each other? I thought it well, was like no, developed it was basically as a truth just seeing, serum. Like, yeah, they were seeing what the effects what they, they had on do. each other, but they definitely, you know, they weren't going in being like, maybe they'll make friends. Right maybe they'll maybe it'll make them fun at parties
1: maybe they're gonna maybe go to woodstock be and be like this is
2: so good I'm this so is glad. so good
1: i'm so glad it's i'm like, so glad i'm so glad they know inv- the cia know. invented music festivals <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> test, test the accidentally.
2: and the lsd <laughs> what yeah. a
3: beautiful result anyways So infrasound is definitely a theory and it's plausible. We just don't know enough. There's just a lot of what ifs and was everything perfect. But hey, it's something to throw out there. Then I have one last final note, which I actually just found out. This is very recent. I just found it today and had to add it to my notes. So on April 12th, 2018, guys. Excuse me? The body of one of the hiking members named Semyon Zoloratev was exhumed at the request of some Russian journalists looking for an answer. Shut up! The body has some very strange and contradicting reports. The DNA was tested of Semyon but it does not match any of the DNA of his living relatives. However, his skull shape and features are pretty much identical to the last photos ever taken of him before he died. So they believe that the skull looks enough like his to say it's him, but the DNA doesn't match any of his relatives. So that was, was he very adopted bizarre. secretly? Could be. There's lots of things there. So that was very bizarre. Well, if he
1: had children, then... Oh, he had children. He did. Did he?
3: At least one, maybe two. But because he, I know there are his, definitely grandchildren.
2: Did the kids his wife look also, like the milkman?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, his right. wife could have cheated on him. Totally. But might not be what kids, if it was
2: like, remember when the twin went up into space and his yep, DNA and his was DNA different got messed up? Then his twin on Earth after he had been <gasps> in space? Yes.
3: That story was crazy. I forgot about it that. It eventually
2: went back. But his DNA, after he was in space, his DNA actually stretched Uh huh. and it became different from his twin brother who, right. you know, when he went was up like the space, control group. Down. But
1: wasn't he up in space for a really long time? He
2: was. Two years?
1: Yeah. I mean, like these True. people, if they if they went up into space, if the aliens came and they got him, they would have been in space for less than a week. Mm-hmm. His Depends. DNA couldn't have changed. Oh, wait. Maybe time it's travel. Space time.
2: Space time. Oh.
1: Space time. You're right. I'm such an idiot. This could have been space time. Lauren. There's more to this guy.
2: Are you kidding?
1: Oh, my God. So that was what
3: was found in 2018. And they're still testing. This is still an ongoing investigation because they recently just found a niece of his. And they're like, let's try this. But so that is 2018. But also... Once this, once his body was exhumed and they started looking into him again, they started to kind of look at the history. What was going on when his body was found originally in 1959? When his body was found and his family came to, you know, confirm that it was him, there was a tattoo on his arm that his family members did not remember. Maybe he had gotten it since he'd seen his family. He had been gone for a long time. He had been fighting in the war, but it still raises a little bit of a red flag paired with what we know now with the DNA that they didn't recognize the tattoo. Also, he was the most dressed out of everyone, still wearing several layers when he was found. He also had a camera around his neck when he was found. And there were four cameras left behind in the tent because clearly everyone was trying to leave quickly and not grabbing cameras. And then we come back to Yuri, who was the man that stayed in the village behind... He was interviewed after all the bodies were found, and he said, it's very strange that there was a fifth camera found around Semyon's neck because there had only been four known cameras on the trip. We intentionally brought the four for our research and documentation, and the fifth camera must have been hiding the entire time. So why was there this hidden fifth camera, and why was it around Semyon's neck when he was fleeing the campsite? What? Oh boy. There are also okay. rumors from fellow soldiers who were in the r- war with Semyon that he went missing during the war and was never accounted for when the soldiers came home. He may have never returned to his base and someone decided to assume his identity. So that's a theory that's floating around as well, Jeez. but it has not been officially confirmed. There's more testing to be done. The investigation is still opened. They're going to do more DNA analysis with his body. So we will get some more results as 2018 goes on. It might be a match with this niece that came out of nowhere. Might be nothing. It might be something. Lots of questions in the air. But he is a very fishy guy. And that is the mystery of Diet Love Pass. Wait, wait, wait. But I have a question
1: about the camera. What about the fifth camera? Were they able to get any of the film developed? They couldn't because it was was so destroyed destroyed from
3: being frozen and covered in snow. even
1: okay i'm sorry we put a man on the moon what like 60 years did ago? we well okay you're valid <laughs> valid did okay though but so 50 years ago we were able to very convincingly fake that we put a man on the moon <laughs> and you're telling me that we cannot figure this film out like it has to still be somewhere we it, we can figure it out they
3: said it was destroyed but They're they said liars. a lot of things that's, that's the
1: thing true. is it's they... Russia we do not trust Russia that's
3: the thing is I just shout out all... to all
1: our Russian listeners <laughs> <I know. laughs>
3: love you, <laughs> like, love you. Like, I just went best. over all of those theories and each time it was like well there wasn't enough evidence for this there wasn't enough evidence for this but, but like, also what if there missing. was and they just yeah. it was all a cover up they very well could have found out that there was some sort of science experiment going up on the mountain but they said oh shit we're not supposed to be doing things up here cover it up there could have been a ufo flying across the sky that the government knew about and they said don't tell anybody cover it up there could have been film on that camera don't tell anybody cover it up it all was fishy it got classified very quickly it was hidden from everyone pages are missing could
1: it could be, be anything, anything. I know. it's also weird that because i know in america it's Thirty to thirty-five years that they classify stuff, right, in America.
2: Yeah, I think it's about. Th-
1: well, no, I mean, because like I remember, like when Deep Throat got outed, it. I think it had been like thirty years where they were like, they were like, this is when we'll tell you who Deep Throat yeah. was. That's what it's happened It's weird here. to me that in Russia they do that because I, y- you would think that they'd just
3: be like, we don't. Care mm-hmm. what you want. We're never we're not showing you, releasing it. I was actually shocked that it finally was declassified and posted online 30 years later. But and it's just still like we have no answers. That's what drives me crazy. And Lev Ivanov, that investigator who was all into the alien theory and wanted yeah. to reopen it, he unfortunately is dead now due to old age, and I'm so sad because I feel like he was the only he one that was like, let's look into this, this more. Like I'm onto something here. Let's look at this, and then. He never really got it going enough. It makes me sad.
2: Lev. Boy, oh boy, right. Anyways, Anyways that's any-hoozle. insane. Yeah, I love that story. I that's did so not good. know about the 2018 shit. I know that's so. That's like insane. ongoing. Like, insane. You can they're Google like it looking it, and it get up full right now. Documents. Yeah. Whee!
1: I also have never. I mean, I never. When Ashley texted me have you heard of this i was like no and i was gonna look it up and then i was like no i want it to be a surprise because i'm I knew, so glad you did that. i knew that what it was for but i was like oh it's probably one of those things where you're like oh i don't know what it is and then you're like Oh, I've heard, I have never in my entire life heard anything about this horse hockey <laughs> that happened on top of <laughs> a mountain in Russia. It
3: should be
2: talked about all the time. It damn should be talked time. about every day. We should every day Honestly, light a like candle anytime, for those men and women. Yes. Anytime you are in a job interview, it should be brought up. <laughs> You're like, die, love, pass. Am I right?
1: If somebody <laughs> proposes to you, you need to be
2: like, listen. Confession at church. Confession to a priest. Yes. You'd ask him about
1: it. I must admit that yesterday I forgot to talk about Dietland
2: <laughs> Past. <laughs> I must confess. And the priest is just going to be like, I'm really over
1: you coming in here every day and talking to me
2: about this. That's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. Make sure you follow Amy on Instagram at HanselPants. That's H A N S E L P A N T Z. Real funky there at the end. Hansel Pants. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weirdcast and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird. Please check out our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast to find ways you can donate to the show and get some goodies. This week I mailed out stickers and recorded a bonus mini-sode and last week I sent out a really creepy newsletter. All the money you donate goes into producing the show. Helps us make the show, helps you listen to the show. Everybody wins. You win especially because you're getting a bunch of cool stuff. Make sure you tune in next week for part two of this Unsolved Mysteries episode when Amy tells the story of an unsolved murder that 100% should have been solved a long time ago. And I will share with you my favorite crazy mystery that took place right here in Los Angeles. And then after that, we have a very, very funny two-part Urban Legends episode with return guests Pete and Scott. But for now... I'll leave you with an apology for all the tangents. And I'll see you next week. And as always, keep it weird.
1: Do you think that there will be a time where, like, aliens will just be like you know it was us we're here and uh it it'll us. be like in true blood when all the vampires when they when they come out when of they the come coffin. out of the coffin but they'll be they'll come out of the spaceship yeah
2: and they'll be like they'll we've been here be the like, whole time we're all here. that weird shit that was us. we're queer Sorry. get used to it deal with it but we mean <laughs> queer
1: is in like the old school way where we're odd because we're aliens and we're not weird to us but to, guys, but to you guys, it's guys, weird that our heads are, are the strange. way that they are. <laughs> also, we're not great at making dinner reservations. Thank God, <laughs> thank God, this Google Assistant can make can it for really me because I get out. I start I get sweaty, which I is purple sweaty. because I'm an alien. <laughs> I have purple sweat. I don't know why I became Mel, Mel Brooks. I I <laughs> get purple alien. sweat. I'm an alien, and uh-huh. I'm what living my life, and me? I get my. Do you know how often I get my cape stuck in a door? There's doors (laughs) all over a spaceship. (laughs) (laughs) I hope aliens are like that. I hope they're not like Mars attacks aliens (laughs) who are like, we hate (laughs) doves. We're going to murder everyone. We
3: want everything to die.